Hello, I'm Stephen Allen, and welcome to Stephen Allen Almost Daily. Hello, welcome along to another podcast, he says, getting comfortable. Um, so if you listen to yesterday's, you'll realise I'd taken some time off. We did some pre-recorded ones, just waffle. You know, not that that's any different to what I normally do. Ah! Um, but I took the time off because we had little baby, baby number two. So that'll get mentioned in the show again today. Although, to be fair, I, I thought there'd be loads of material from having a second child. And a lot of the ground has been covered by having the first child. And the second one, it being less than two weeks old, she's not doing anything. She's sitting around. If anything, she is not contributing to the domestic product of this family. So she should pull a finger out. I don't think she's got the skills to pull a finger out yet, but we'll work on it. Um, anyway, we did a radio show. This one's got proper news in it. Actually looking at newspapers for once, because I managed to leave the house to buy one, which felt like a win. Tomorrow I might wash. And uh, so we did a radio show, and it came out like this. We're back with another broadcast of actually looking at newspapers, including... Because I like to keep things cutting edge, topical, finger on the pulse. There's something about Elvis in the news, so we'll do that. That's good. Potholes are genuinely in the news, so I get to moan about them. Because with one of our favourite things, isn't it, moan about that? Um, Cyborgs get a mention, and do you know how expensive it is to drink these days? (gasps) It's enough to drive you to drink, actually. No, it's not. All right, we'll work on that. You know, I like to give you all the science. I'd like to give you the latest research. This is what this show is all about, bringing you the important information. Apparently, eating food in front of a TV can make you fat, according to scientists. Stay right there. These scientists getting paid for that? Seriously? All right, we're back. Um, So scientists have been doing research, and it turns turns out, and you never would have guessed this, sitting on your big, round, gelatinous, lardy bottom, filling your face whilst watching Netflix, or any old rubbish, um, makes you fat. That's shocking. I mean, why didn't they tell us this every single day before? How are we... It's apparently being distracted by a show or scrolling on your phone makes your brain less likely to notice that you're eating and drinking. Oh, we really are stupid. Um, Nearly half of Brits admit to regularly tucking to meals while watching the telly. I do that too, which explains why I'm fat, I suppose. But, I mean, let's be honest. I also sometimes work on the TV. And who would have thought that I could be the hero in this situation? Because... I'm taking some time off because of having a kid, but at some point I'll be back on the TV doing the newspaper reviews, and I invite you to watch me doing it. Because if anything can put you off your food, uh, it might be me. So there you go, I'll sort out your diet. I love this story. Look, it's just around the corner. For Valentine's Day, isn't it? I'm sure we'll do something incredibly romantic on this show. Um, But Valentine's Day has become too expensive for many Brits, blokes. One in 20 people confess that they can't afford to celebrate. The (laughs) tippy... This is what I love, especially is the typical cost to celebrate a romantic Valentine's with your loved one is £39. If that was going to be like 150 quid, I would have been with you saying like, oh, yeah, it's a bit rich. But you can't spare 39 quid for your love. No, that's fine. 7% of people spend over 100 quid. Nearly a fifth of people say that it's become over commercialized. Of course it has. But you can't do anything about that, can you? We all know it's overly commercialized. But if your partner is the one out of everyone who doesn't get to be overly commercialised like their friends, you're going to hear about it. And it's going to cost you more than 39 quid in apology flowers. So, do you know, somehow there's economics in there. 
I bring this story to you because I think it's informative. A bogged down woman was rescued by firefighters when she got stuck up to her hips in thick mud. This is in Worcestershire, so I don't need to worry about it happening around here. But uh, just, you know, bad, she got stuck. Good, a better complexion on the lower half is, oh, oh, the open pores. Yeah, little baby update. She's still brill and she's got a little... um, what are they called? Sleep suits or something. They're not baby grows, are they? I don't know. But they've got the press studs that go all the way down from the neck, all the way down to the gusset. They've got that weird copper one down there. And then down to the legs. And uh, basically, I was sent out by the other half to go and buy some more of these. And I bought a selection of blue ones. And because, you know, I'm not about gender stereotypes. I've got a daughter, but I'm going to buy her blue things because I'm progressive. Turns out I've made her very much look like Michael Myers from the Halloween franchise. So... Sorry, but they're cute pictures. I mean, I went too far in making the little mask and the little blade, but the rest of it was, you know, it was lovely. Um, What was I going to talk about? This is in the news. Uh, There's a thing about the most annoying things that the people you live with do. Dress your newborn up as a Halloween character. Is it? No. New research says the most annoying thing, it's not leaving the toilet seat up. It's, this is what winds people right up. It's others failing to replace the toilet roll. Yes, I understand why that is more annoying. If the toilet seat is not in your preferred position, you can raise it or lower it or whatever. But if someone leaves you high and dry on the on the car seat and you have to do the waddle, no. There's no coming back from that. A relationship will be tainted forever. But I can solve it for you. Yeah, you ready? This is the secret to a happy relationship. I have secret stashes of so many things, including toilet paper, that my other half doesn't know about. So that when... We've really run out. And she'll be like, oh, no, we've really run out. I'm fine, mate. Same thing happens with certain foods around the house. Oh, what we're going to do? We haven't got any of that in. You might not have any of that. In my special drawer that you can't reach, i got loads of it. So there you go. I've solved the problem or, again, made divorce more likely for you. Who knows? We may never find out at this rate. It's difficult to tell, isn't it? In word news, you know, I like words, use a lot of them, you might have noticed. Too many, some would say. Uh, Britain is becoming a nation of people who just say yeah rather than yes. Okay. The English language is getting more informal with some traditional words dying out. This is according to experts who are looking at what they call the frequency dictionary. They've analysed 100 million words in in the spoken language. That's the thing, isn't it? It's easier to say yeah than it is to say yes. Anyone with a lisp, you might as well, you're going to default to that. Of course you are. It seems like it's more effort doing that yes at the end, whereas yeah, it's two-thirds the work. Here's the weird thing about it. It takes more effort to write down, doesn't it? That's what winds me right up about the word yes. It's more effort to say, but it's only three letters. Whereas for some reason, yeah, I'm sitting here with a double vowel diphthong. What am I, an idiot? Um... Nowhere else in commercial radio is anyone else getting doing a deep dive on this. That's what I've noticed. And do you think that's a good thing? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. No, you, you picked the correct answer. Oh, this. We should do a new section of, like, why are they even paying scientists these days? New research says that dogs really are like their owners. Oh, that thing that everyone said forever. Thanks for researching that. They, they only have five personality types the same as people, this is dogs, and people have the same personality types. But um, they've used artificial intelligence to look at common traits, and they found that, uh, basically, you get the same kind of issues, mental issues in dogs, that you do in uh, in humans. That's great. This is probably why I'll never get a dog. It feels cruel to 
I mean, I should. I know the dog exists before I buy it, but it would be like making it happen, wouldn't it? Like a dog being like me. Ugh, poor thing. It'd be stressed out. It'd be anxious. It would be, you know, needy for attention. It would do a radio show trying to get the approval of strangers. Oh, it'd be an embarrassment, wouldn't it? And it wouldn't get on well with other dogs because, you know, it has issues with uh, bonding with people. Here's what I do think would be particularly cruel is that if I had a dog if it were like me it would end up being a cat person because they're easier to look after and i don't think my dog should have cats somehow that feels it's cruel for one of them isn't it 2024 i'm sure you're aware of that is it time to stop drinking did you get through dry january just to find a new story like this one that says the price in a weatherspoons uh, in some of them has hit seven pound 30 for a pint you are what the budget chain, that's budget, is it? Height the price, second time in six months. Bosses confirmed that food and drink prices have been ratcheted up by another 4%. Which now means, so pre- previously, you were paying £7.09 for a, a leffy, a leffy, a le- leff, I don't know, a luffwafer, whatever that one is. Uh, the moon under the water in Leicester Square. But now, if you want to buy a pint of whatever kind of fake lager that is, that'll cost you £7.30. I... It's terrible, isn't it? It would be cheaper to drink petrol because petrol's come down a bit. It seems like it's daylight robbery. And yet somehow we all do it. And I'm sure I've told you this story before, but I remember growing up when my dad said, as soon as uh, alcohol goes over a pound a pint, I'm going to stop drinking. And uh, he didn't. But at least he said it. Do you know what I mean? I'm probably going to say the same about £10. As soon as it goes over £10, I'll stop drinking for a day and then I'll start moaning about how expensive it is again. Schools. They're in the news. Apparently, they're going to get grants to install electric vehicle chargers to, uh, it says, boost funds by selling energy to motorists. So the idea is, if you get an electronic car or electric car, you worry about charging it up. And the schools will then put the charging equipment in. They'll make money. The drivers will be able to drive around without fear of not being able to charge up. It's win-win. Apart from, who had the bright idea of getting more cars to drive near schools? Do you know what I mean? Ever want to put your hand in your your head in your hands and go like, oh, someone call health and safety. I got a great idea. Let's get more cars driving through schools, you know, like petrol stations, but with kids running around. Hey. Oh, potholes are in the news. Let's moan about potholes. If you're tuning in, you're listening to a middle-aged man moaning about potholes. You can find this in any local pub or uh, bus stop. Um Motorists are being driven round the bend by the damage caused by the potholes as payouts from councils dry up. In the old days, you go over a pothole and if you could prove that they were aware of it and hadn't fixed it and that it was the thing that could damage your car, you get some money, right? Well, now, no. Um, from 2019 to 2023, the funds paid to drivers uh, plunged from 3.7 million to 1.7. Edmund King from the AA say we've got the most pothole-related damage for the last five years. And they... How is it always us who gets gets in the neck? If you want to hear a, a middle-aged man moan about driving even more, my newspaper column this week is all about how insurance has gone up. But just think about that, the double whammy. More potholes, no money from the council, so he thinks, all right, I'll claim on insurance. Not unless you want to have to remortgage the house. And by the way, have you seen the state of mortgages? So there's today's update on miserable economic news. Another update from a show that's generally been about really miserable economic news um, and some stuff to do with having kids, which very similar topics. 
There's this. Shoppers face empty supermarket shelves as soaring prices due to Britain's new customs rules uh, are being implemented. This is according to experts. So we've got new customs rules. It could mean we're going back into doing the shortage of the day feature. But it's not as bad this time. Because, yes, you're walking to a supermarket. There might be a shelf that's got no food on it. But it's okay. Because thanks to inflation, you wouldn't have been able to afford it anyway. So save yourself a trip. Right, podcast done. Some stories that we didn't get around to doing in the show. Humans have nothing to fear from brain chips and should be in, we should embrace cyborgs. This is according to, and this is where the story really became unbroadcastable, someone who had a crash and became a victim and then had a chip installed. But I wanted to do this on the radio saying, like, you know, if, if someone's had a chip installed by Elon Musk and they say, don't worry, you've got nothing to fear by the chips... Are they saying it, or is it the chip that's making them say it? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's get them suddenly near a magnet and ask them again. Um, couldn't do that on radio. There, we did the Brexit one. There's a puzzle of a strange humming sound that's been plaguing many residents. This is in, where is it? North East Lincolnshire. They say they're, they're trying to work out where this humming sound is coming from. No one knows. Um, someone nearby is having a great old session around Ann Summers, aren't they? Uh, Donald Trump reckons that he's a dead ringer for Elvis. Well, if you compare him to what Elvis looks like now, yep. And what's this story? Oh, Adele likes uh, booze and McDonald's on a weekend. I mean, is that a story? Well, well done. Yeah, that's... I'd love booze and McDonald's on a weekend, but I don't have millions of pounds and I have to get up early and look after a kid. Do you know what? I knew there'd be a story that would get me moaning about being a new parent again. Uh, so you're up to date with all the news stories we could find. You could tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen or X me, whatever the flip it's called. You could track me down on other social media. All the details are in the podcast notes. Thank you for listening to these. It makes it feel like it's almost worth the effort. And you could email me at mrstephenallen.co.uk. Subscribe, pass it on to a friend. And until next time... Thank you for listening to Stephen Allen Almost Daily. 